This show is furnished by Key Light Counseling Center. Are you looking for an alternative to drug and alcohol rehabilitation that allows you to recover in the privacy of your own home with an individualized program that meets your specific needs? Concierge Detox LA can be that alternative. Headed by medical addiction specialist Dr. Damon Raskin and clinical psychologist Dr. Howard Gloss, Concierge Detox LA will design an individualized program to meet your recovery needs. For more information, contact Concierge Detox LA at 323-935-9712. Although you'll be receiving valuable advice from our host, please remember this is not therapy. It does not replace a relationship with a qualified mental health professional. I'm Dr. G, and we're here with Engaging Minds. Every week I like to look at our world from a deeper, more psychological point of view. And something that's been on my mind a lot lately is this concept of transformation about how people are able to take things that are difficult in their lives or try to have a deeper understanding of the backgrounds they came from and through that understanding be able to transform it into a career or something very special but not allow what some people may view as a negative experience in their lives become something that uh, dominates their life but actually something that propels them and gives them courage and I know for myself I wanted to share with our audience I have a very similar experience growing up uh, I was very sick with a childhood disease it made me incapacitated for a long periods of time And by doing my own therapy and my own growth through it, I was able to understand myself in a much deeper way and understand how I could utilize my courage, how I could understand my process, how I could take that and transform it, as they say, into my own career. So anybody listening out there, if you've had a difficult time or you want to find a way to make your background be something that propels you into the future, you got to listen to the show because I have two amazing guests that have been able to do that. My first guest, his name is Del Shores, and I also consider him a friend of mine. He is a writer, producer, and director. You could also follow us on social media at The Dr. G Show. Join us right now on live stream on Facebook. So let me tell you about uh, Mr. Shore. He is a master of the Texas comedy. That's what he's hailed as. He's also a philanthropist. He's part, uh, he is the founder of the Jell Shore Foundation, finding and facilitating success for the next generation of Southern LGBTQ writers. His latest play, which I have to tell you, I've seen it is just amazing. You got to run out and get tickets right now. It's called This Side of Crazy, and it's currently running at the Zephyr Theater in Los Angeles. And as I said, he's a writer, director, and producer. And with that, I want to welcome him to the show. Dell, it's a pleasure to have you back on. Thank you so much. I am happy to be back. So as I started to say at the beginning of the show, I don't know if you had a chance to hear it, but I'm fascinated by people that have been able to take their life experience and turn it into a career. And that's... I've watched many of your plays and your shows, and that's something you definitely do is that you've able to take your background as someone who's grew up in the South with a Baptist preacher and a mother who was a drama teacher, which basically summarizes your personality and (laughs) turn it into a career. So I'm wondering if you could share a little bit of that story with our audience. 
Well, I mean, you, you know, it's so funny you said that because uh, uh, I actually have a line in my uh, one-man show, Six Characters in Search of a Play, where I said, all that damage gave me a career. <laughs> right. uh, I think we, you know, many psychologists can say the same thing, by the way. I, I've had I, I've had several of them. Yes, that, that have <laughs> taken their their damage and and are helping others. And you know, I I, I feel like that what I did uh, is I wrote about uh, what happened and what, what my childhood and and I, I'm not saying that I had a horrible childhood. I just had you know a big secret being in the church. I was uh, you know, I was born gay and it was it was tough to hear that you weren't worthy of God's love and that you were going to hell. And so instead of once I, I dealt with that, and I, I have to tell you, I had a lot of therapy that helped me deal with that. In I what way did it help you deal with that? And I do want to share our number with our audience in case they want to call in or ask either of us any questions or share a story. Our number is 1-800-222-5222. That's 1-800-222-5222. And again, we have Del Shores on the air. Well, first of all, it was it was just a big secret. You know, I, I never told anybody. It was just it was just me. And so to have a safe place to go. And I remember my my first therapist was uh, Dr. Sandra Baca. And I adore her to this day because she let me know that who I was 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 just fine. And, uh, you know, I was in a marriage at the time. I had two little girls and I was worried about them and, and leaving the marriage. And she said, do you love them? Do, do they feel love? And that was such a key to me that she said, if they're loved, they're going to be okay. And, you know, one of my, my daughters are 27 and 30. One's a school teacher now and one's a social worker and works with autistic kids. So they turned out okay. And uh, they did feel love. And but I do want to mention that quickly, because that's a question I get from some people sometimes, you know, with, uh, let's say, issues around they may have issues around same sex marriage. And I always say to them that, you know, gender isn't what determines whether or not someone has a successful marriage or a successful parents. Really, what it is, is exactly what you were told. It is about the love and the attachment and the connection that the child feels. That right. is the and most the important thing, and the nurturing. And the caretaking. And I have to say one of the greatest uh, gifts that I got from my mom and was she taught me independence. She taught me how to be independent, and uh, I passed that on to my children. So, um, so yeah. It was, and how to hear your own voice. They, that's right. Yeah. So, so, and, and my kids grew up in the theater with me. They grew up, you know, like my children were very young when I wrote Sorted Lives, which was my therapy sessions. Along with <laughs> my, Explain my that house. to our audience, how that was your therapy session. Well, it was my, not only was it my therapy session, but I put my therapy sessions from Dr. Sandra Baca's. Uh, yeah, right in the script. Everything is material. Right and the way it was unlocked for me is one day I was telling her about my mother and how my mother uh, sewed uh, when I was a kid. I was fat. Uh, you know, there's a monologue that says I was a fat boy, waddle butt. That's what the other kids used to call me. I wish they could see my ass today. I've worked really hard on my ass. And it just was <laughs> funny. But then it but then it, it at the end, it said, you know, it talked about how my mother took uh, slim labels off and took the husky labels off and sewed them onto my jeans. And I 
I was telling doc, Dr. Baca about this, and I said, sometimes I, I wonder if, if it was for her more than me. And I mean, just, you know, doing therapy stuff. stuff. You know, it's so funny. I do want to share this quickly with you. I, too, was very fat because my mother would take me to the store to buy husky jeans. That, Wasn't it horrifying? Horrifying. And she'd always yell it out to the salesperson. Hey, do you have any husky jeans? And I would just want to crawl under the table. And my you have to wear the shirt on the outside to hide it. <laughs> yeah. And my nickname was Blubby. Oh, you look great. Thanks, you too. By the way, so so lots anyway, of therapy. Dr. Baca yes. said, she said you need to write that. She said you need to write that down. And I went back and I wrote that, and then I started writing the other ones down. And I realized that Ty Williamson that I was that I started writing for Sorted Lives was really me. And Latrell was my mother, and that was our relationship. And so I just put everything of my coming out to my mother in Sorted Lives. So that's really where it started, where it was very personal. Because I'd written, you know, Daddy's Dying, Who's Got the Will, about my mother's family. But that, so that was once removed. But for this, it was me. And then when I wrote Southern Baptist Sissies, the narrator, Mark, the hero, and dealing with all of that damage— it truly was the best therapy session that I ever had was writing that play. And I'm curious, so, as you, Del, as you wrote that play, you know, what what changed for you internally? It's so important for our audience to hear when you wrote something that was so personal. Well, I tell you what, starting with Sorted Lives, what, what was really, uh, for me, that self-loathing for so many years, and to hear the audiences applaud and to stand up, and to cheer and to laugh, it was it was just a cathartic. gift to myself. That it was cathartic. I go, oh, they like me for who I am. That's you such know, a powerful statement. About that, it was like a gift that I gave myself that I didn't know I was giving myself. Such a powerful statement to be able to say, you know, whatever shame you had to grow up with with so many people that are LGBTQ and other people who are holding on to secrets. The sort of the release of that secret and the catharsis and, and people embracing you and loving you can be such a powerful experience. And uh, I want to applaud you for that. Well, thank you. And then with sissies, it went a little deeper. And I mean, just an example of sissy, there's, there's a, a monologue that Benny gives that was true to my life where I had PTSD about the rapture. So every time we're going to have to cut to a break, but actually when we get back to the break, I want to hear more about the rapture. Okay. (laughs) Hear a little bit more about that. And absolutely. We're going to talk about this side of crazy. I'm Dr. G. We're going to be back right after the break. If you want to call in, our number is 1-800-222-5222. Are you looking for an alternative to drug and alcohol rehabilitation that allows you to recover in the privacy of your own home with an individualized program that meets your specific needs? Concierge Detox LA can be that alternative. Headed by medical addiction specialist Dr. Damon Raskin and clinical psychologist Dr. Howard Gloss, Concierge Detox LA will design an individualized program to meet your recovery needs. For more information, contact Concierge Detox LA at 323-935-9712. 
Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-501-3689 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-501-3689 for your free author submission kit. Again, 800-501-3689. This is John Greenhut. And if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, Power Swabs is the answer. In five minutes, you'll see two shades wider teeth, and in seven days, six shades. Even better, there's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Power Swabs, call one 800 679 0969. Your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk free. 1 800 679 0969. That's 1 800 679 0969. This is John Greenhut. And if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, Power Swabs is the answer. In five minutes, you'll see two shades wider teeth, and in seven days, six shades. Even better, there's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Power Swabs, call 1-800-679-0969. Your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free. 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. Listen to KABC weekdays for your shot at a thousand dollars four times a day. Free. Listen, text, and win some free money on AM seven ninety KABC. Hi, I'm Steve Cook, and you're listening to Doctor G Engaging Minds on KABC AM seven ninety. I'm Dr. G, and we're back with Engaging Minds. We have the amazing Del Shores on, and we are talking about Southern Baptist sissies. If you want to call in, our number is 1-800-222-5222. You can also email us at engage790 at gmail.com. And, uh, Dale, uh, Dale, before the break, we were talking about um, the rapture, but... You know, I think I was thinking at the break we should probably start a support group for uh, people surviving husky genes trauma. Call one eight hundred husky. And you have my creative permission to use it in any show you want. <laughs> sure, absolutely. So, so, so yes, back to the rapture. Now, right, I'll right, back to the rapture because I know we want to talk about this side of crazy. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I would always anytime there was a loud noise and a or, you know, thunder or, or the sound barrier, I would just bolt up in, in, in the middle of the night thinking it was the rapture and I was being left behind. And I wrote about that in a monologue. I wrote exactly how that was part of Vinny's journey in Southern Baptist Sissy. And when I, when it, when it, when that play opened and he said that every single night, the next time it happened, it didn't happen anymore. It like healed me. It was like writing about it healed that PTSD that I had, and it was no more. So it, yeah, it's very writing and, and experiencing once removed. I always tell actors, you know, feel what you felt, and it feels better to feel it the second time when you're embodying it. And that has and, a lot to do with how trauma is treated a lot of times as you mm-hmm. help a patient uh, in a very safe way relive an experience, and by reliving it, and I, I wouldn't tell anyone to do this without a professional present. 
there are ways to alleviate some of the intensity of the trauma. So intuitively, you knew exactly what to do. There you go. There you go. So uh, this side of crazy, I have to say, I saw it. I thought it was amazing. It made me laugh. It made me cry. But I had talked to you before, and there was one line. I was so uh, happy to see one word you used. You said something about someone pilling. Pilling. <laughs> yes. yes. I remember you told me it was an expression your aunt had used. Yes, I love that you remember that because my <laughs> my my um my aunt Rita, who's passed on, she called me once to see if I had any uh, rehab facilities that I knew of. <laughs> right. My cousin Kim and I said, "Well, I really don't." And she said, "Well, I'm so glad that she's trying to get help, but I sure am going to miss pilling on Friday night." <laughs> I and just love so, that. I love that I, you know, it's a verb now, and I was able to use it in this side of crazy about Larry Gatlin, actually. Exactly. Um, so tell, share yeah. with our audience what the show is about, and et cetera. Well, well briefly, it's about um, a, it, it, the premises that Diddy Blaylock, who is the most prolific songwriter in gospel music history, everybody has recorded her, uh, all the greats. They're honoring her with a special on gospel music television, GMT. And she lives with her oldest daughter, Rachel, who uh, is actually married to a man who is in a coma and has been for 25 years. And without telling, at the very beginning of the play, we find out that Diddy has promised a reuniting of these child stars that were her daughter in, daughters in the gospel music arena called the Blaylock Sisters. But the Blaylock sisters have not spoken in 25 years. Uh, they're all they're estranged, and Diddy has manipulated to get them back together. So for her, her own needs, needs and for fame, for her own narcissism, uh, right, needs. and to alleviate her and, depression. Yes, exactly. And so she she actually succeeds, but by succeeding, uh, it it causes a a reunion that is not really wanted. Yeah, uh, really, a uh, reunion, that's a firestorm. It's a firestorm. It's like, you know, what did you expect, Mama? Did you expect us just to shut up and sing? I love that <laughs> line that Rachel said. You, you know, and I love it's so true because you hear, you know, as someone who's worked with a lot of families, I always feel like there's this uh, fantasy that someone has about what their family was really like or what they yeah. think it's like presently, and then the reality of what the family really is. And that mm -hmm. fantasy is a lot of times what you do battle with because we are so socialized at a young age to believe that family will be everything and family will support us and families will be perfect. And for many of us, we know this, the families can be completely dysfunctional and the source and of a lot of pain. And to have a light shine on that family, like the Blaylock sisters and, and Diddy, where the public cannot know the truth or it will destroy the brand. So, Which is similar to what you said about coming out. You know, the public cannot know the truth because it could destroy you, yeah. but it didn't. Yeah, exactly. It actually gave me more strength and power and, and uh, an extension of a career, quite frankly. Exactly. It um, gave you... And you also talk a lot about forgiveness and family in the show. I wanted to explore something. I wanted to explore, is it possible when the crime is so big? that Because I feel like the, growing up in the church, we were always taught that you cannot move forward. Oprah even says that. You can, you know, her life classes. You cannot 
move forward unless you forgive. But sometimes the crime is so big, is it possible? And do we actually fake forgiveness sometimes and really harbor resentment? So I wanted to explore that. And I also wanted to explore how, uh, I don't know if you noticed, there's a big theme of how good memories can turn to bad memories because of an event and because of betrayal. Exactly. So going back to your first statement, what are your conclusions when it comes to uh, can we always forgive? Can there be like, I, such a – explain to our audience what it was that had to be forgiven and could it be done? Well, without spoiling – Right, no spoiler uh, alert, whatever you're comfortable um, with. The, the, yeah, the, but there's, a, there's something that happened that really um, was such a transgression in this family – that had to do with, with I mean, the, the I talked about the man in the coma, but that that he's he's a big clue there. So y'all come, I'm, I'm giving y'all. Kind of yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but it was so it was such a betrayal. It was a betrayal, but it was a betrayal on both ends. And then there, you get to explore. My sin would not have happened if it had not have been for your sin. So you, my sin is greater in the world's eyes. But is, according to the Bible, according to the way they were brought up, all sins are created equal, basically. So to, to harbor this resentment for this horrible crime, then you have to go scratch a little deeper and you go, but what did you do that caused the crime? So, exactly. And so I'm thinking, do you think that everything can be forgiven? As you went through this yeah. process of writing the play, what was, let's see your own personal I conclusion. That, I don't think that it can ever be a hundred percent forgiven, but I think that there are ways to try and get there. And as you, as and, and you, you saw the play, so, you know, in the end, she makes a very big decision uh, between her sister and, and, and the man. And yeah. she, has to, she has to make a decision because she cannot move forward. And so I feel like you can try but you have to you have to work really really hard. But I'm not completely positive that we can. And I remember, you know, I went through a real one, you know, gone through a couple of divorces. But the second divorce, I remember, uh, my ex actually said to me, "You're not going to be able to move forward if you don't if you if you you, you cannot stay this mad at me." But and you know what? Don't you think, Dell, that you can forgive someone? That doesn't necessarily mean you have to engage them anymore. I, I do. I do agree with that. And I think it has to do a lot with the fabric of who we are. I mean, I think that some people are more capable than other people. And it I mean, also it, has to, whether both parties are willing to engage each other long enough to be able to work through some stuff that there could be some sort of forgiveness. But sometimes you have to forgive, you know, as it's pointed out in the play, you have to forgive yourself. And if you can't get there, then how do you forgive the other person? That's a great you point. Know? You know, I want to make sure with the time that we have left that you give out the contact information for yourself and the play. So if people wanted to see uh, your show, how could they do so? It's real easy. Just go to Dell Shores, D-E-L-1-L-S-H-O-R-E-S.com. And the play is currently running at the Zephyr Theater in Los Angeles, and it opens in Dallas April the 3rd. So it's 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 a very we're experiencing really beautiful reviews and thank you LA Press for for loving us and and helping us get those audiences there but we would love to have you at the theater and I will tell you this cast as you know is 
unbelievable. It's Sharon Garrison, Bobby Eakes, Dale Dickey, and Rachel Source of this quartet of women is like a master class in acting. No, and, and I couldn't agree more, and I do want to stress to our audience, if you want to see this side of crazy, it's at the Zephyr Theater, and Dell is exactly accurate. It was such a treat to be able to see this level of acting all happening and coming together. With a little bit of time that we have left, I wanted to talk about the Dell Shores Foundation and what inspired you to create it and do it. And uh, I know you have an event coming up, a very sordid variety show on Thursday, March 5th at 8 p.m., and it's a fundraiser for your foundation. So maybe you can share that information with our audience. Yeah, just the same thing, you, you know, just... Uh, just uh, go to Dell Shores, right. Dot com and, or, or, and you can find me on Instagram and, and on Twitter and Facebook at Dell Shores. But um, last year, I uh, was fortunate enough to to help my uh, good friend Matt Hayes with a little short film. I actually have a small role in it called Cognitive, and in 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 mentoring him and getting his film made, helping him get his film made, which was such an important fi little film. And by the way, it's on uh, deck. It's called Cognitive. It's on uh, Deku dot com right now. And my my play Six Characters in Search of a Play is uh, going to be there on there Tuesday. It, it, it oh, that's great. Uh, Deku. But Matt, Matt's journey with me, I, uh, my friend Stuart Bell uh, watched us do this. And he said, Dell, with what you've done, and, and, and actually what we're talking about and taking your own damage and taking your own stories, you need to, you need to help other people do this. So we formed the Dell Shores Foundation and each year we're going to have a contest where people can submit their screenplays and people can submit their their um, short films and their and their plays. And we've partnered with a lot of theaters and we've partnered with film festivals so that we can not only help them get them made, but we can also help them have them exposed. Dell, I want uh, we're going to have to cut to commercial in a moment, but I wanted to. Thank you so much. The foundation is amazing. Uh, the show, This Side of Crazy, is amazing. I want to applaud you for your courage. Your writing is is really masterful, and I appreciate that. And uh, thanks I, for having me on. I really appreciate it. And um, hopefully we'll have you back on sometime again. So I'm Dr. G. We're uh, going to be back right after the commercials. Are you looking for an alternative to drug and alcohol rehabilitation that allows you to recover in the privacy of your own home with an individualized program that meets your specific needs? Concierge Detox LA can be that alternative. Headed by medical addiction specialist Dr. Damon Raskin and clinical psychologist Dr. Howard Gloss, Concierge Detox LA will design an individualized program to meet your recovery needs. For more information, contact Concierge Detox LA at 323-935-9712. AM 790. Talk Radio 790, KABC News Update. I'm Steve Cumming. There is historic flooding in Mississippi as the Pearl River continues to rise. Governor Tate Reeves. Today's projections are showing the potential of this being the third worst flood in our history. And therefore, earlier today, I did sign a state of emergency to deploy the necessary resources to take care of all Mississippians that are impacted. 
More rain is on the way, and the Pearl River is expected to crest tomorrow. The Super Bowl of NASCAR is in delay mode. Here's Bill Michaels. The Daytona 500 has been postponed by rain for the first time since 2012. NASCAR announced the postponement of the Great American Race on Twitter, saying the 60-second running of the Daytona 500 will resume on Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. It's the second time in 62 years the race will finish on a Monday. KABC SoCal weather mostly clear with low clouds and fog overnight. Lows in the mid-40s to around 50. I'm Steve Cumming. We're on the News Watch 24-7 for you on AM 790 KABC. Today on Hey Culligan, smoother skin for the win. We've got Claire in Delaware. Hey Culligan, the water in my shower makes my skin feel like I'm 90. Okay, first off, Claire, are you 90? <laughs> no. Okay, second, how do you feel about high-efficiency water softeners from Culligan? Hmm. Actually, Claire, how do you feel about smoother skin and luxurious hair? Oh, my gosh. Love it, love it, have to have it. OMG indeed, Claire. We're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at heyculligan.com. This is John Greenhut, and if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, Power Swabs is the answer. In five minutes, you'll see two shades wider teeth, and in seven days, six shades. Even better, there's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Power Swabs, call 1-800-679-0969. Your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free. 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. Fighting in the trenches for you. Let's go! Catch the Ben Shapiro Show afternoons 3 to 6 on AM 790 KABC. Yeah, this is Wes Gear, and you're listening to Dr. G on Engaging Minds on AM 790 KABC. I'm Dr. G, and as you heard, you're listening to Engaging Minds 790 KABC. So the, the the sort of topic I've been mulling around a lot in my head recently has been this concept of transformation. As I mentioned earlier on, how people are able to take aspects of their lives and be able to turn it into careers. We heard Del Shore talk about a difficult, let's just say not a unloved, but a challenging uh, background growing up as a uh, gay in a Southern Baptist family and how his family and himself had to come to terms with it. And then he had to take that and be, he actually turned it around and created an extremely successful career. Those are the type of people that inspire me. Those are the type of people I love to have on the show because by hearing their stories, we can also relate it to our own experience and be able to take personal things that happen to us and transform it into powerful experiences. So my next guest, her name is Ariva Martin. She's definitely done the same thing. She is a civil rights attorney. She's everything. <laughs> She's a civil rights attorney, a TV host, and an author, and a philanthropist, and has received many different awards, including the Los Angeles County Woman of the Year Award, the L'Oreal Paris Woman of Worth Award, and the Ford's Living Legend Award. So with that, I want to welcome her to the show. Ariva, it's a pleasure to have you on. Hey, Dr. G, how are you? I am good. Uh, you know, I think I could just spend the whole show just reading <laughs> your accomplishments <laughs> and never get a chance to interview you. So, again, it's an honor to have you on. And as I said, I would love you to be able to share with our audience your own background and how you've been able to sort of 
pull from your personal experiences and build a career around it? Well, I love that you're highlighting uh, the, the concept or the topic or the theme of transformation because, you know, who amongst us have not been transformed by some experience? And definitely my life, I, I think of it as a series of, of transformations. But you're correct. I was uh, your typical trial, trial lawyer uh, spending 12, 14 hours a day in a traditional legal practice and in a courtroom trying cases. And then my uh, son was diagnosed with autism. And after his diagnosis, I, I really did transform my, my career, including my legal practice. I started uh, representing families who had kids on the autism spectrum in both uh, administrative law cases before school district school districts as well as in uh, state and federal court uh, kids who, you know, were claiming that they had been discriminated against because of their disabilities. Uh, I then uh, took a sabbatical from my firm. I wrote a book. I started a nonprofit. I started speaking. I started uh, my career in the media. Uh, and here I am now, some 14 years later, uh, CEO and founder of uh, a large autism uh, and behavior health disability rights nonprofit, uh, a TV host and commentator, and I just launched a, a a new project, which is a a women's behavior health uh, technology company to address some of the big issues that I saw uh, as it relates to many of the caregivers, uh, female uh, caregivers of kids on the spectrum. So. Uh, yes, I've had some transformative things. Yeah, no, really, it, it's pretty amazing. And as I listen to it as a psychologist, I keep thinking about the process that people go through and able to, as they work through the issues. I'm sure there's a, you know, people just don't get it a lot of times how much personal uh, growth uh, on a deep level you have to go through and be able to, let's say, accept the diagnosis, be able to understand how it affected you, be able to work through certain issues till you can get to a place and find that core. And once you establish that core on a deep level, anything can happen. It just keeps on. Uh, there's an evolution that keeps happening. As you said, once I discovered that core, you just keep creating and it never really stops. It's just a, a constant expression of who you are. And yeah, I applaud no, you for that. Thank you, and, and I totally agree with you. And I, I think for many people, and I was one of them, when you, you uh, first encounter a particular experience, for me it was feelings of grief and sadness and anguish uh, and maybe even a form of depression uh, when I first got my son's diagnosis and, and you know more questions than answers and, and feeling lost in, in terms of the process. But it was by you know, finding my voice with respect to my son and then helping others. And I think that's a, a really key point to this transformative process that help, that happens is, you know, how do you get outside of your own self and your own situation? And sometimes, you know, helping others 
and trying to find solutions for other people can help you, you know, move through the process yourself. Absolutely. And I do want to remind our listeners, if you want to call in and speak to myself or Riva and ask us any questions, we'd love to hear from you. Our number is 1-800-222-5222. You can also email us at engage790 at gmail.com. And uh, we'd love to hear what you have to say. So you asked an interesting thing, like, how do you get out of your own uh, place or, or whatever you said to be ordered to help other people? And what I tell patients all the time first is you got to It's a cliche, but you got to heal yourself first. You got to understand the impact it's had on you and give yourself the time to process it. And then from that core, you can do almost anything. But you started, it sounds like you started by using something you were familiar with as an attorney. You started with the law. That's correct. You're absolutely correct. I started with that which was most familiar to me and that which was most comfortable to me, and that was the law. So one of the first things I did was learn what the legal rights were for my son. Uh, and I actually filed a couple of lawsuits against my own son's school district because of what I believe to be, you know, some unfair treatment that uh, was happening with respect to uh, his placement and his educational services. And, you know, I learned how to advocate for my son through that process, and then I extended it. I went actually into my own law practice and I said, look, we're going to start a practice area in the firm where we represent kids who have special education needs and who have, uh, you know, uh, developmental and other disabilities. So, yes, that was the easiest thing for me to do was to, you know, apply the law, which I was, you know. You were familiar with. Yes. And by helping those families, that that was the start. And and then it goes it goes on creatively from there is uh you keep bringing on <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm psychoanalyzing you <laughs> but it's such I a love ju- it and I don't even have to pay you so go ahead oh that, don't be yeah that's right we're not doing therapy on the line <laughs> I've had patients say to me can I just call in and skip a session no um. But it's so important for people to hear this because it is our personal stories that inspire other people. And there's so many people out there that are feeling lost or depressed or can't get get connected to themselves. And the inspiration that I see you have is that, you know, it just became a bigger way to keep expressing yourself. You went into media, you went into law, you did different things in law, uh, you wrote books. It's just this constant evolution of expression. So... In the media, I know you've just, you have a book that's recently out, and I wonder if you could talk a little bit about that. Uh, you talk about the power of the media. Yes. Uh, my book, it, it was uh, published by uh, Hachette Publishing Group in 2018. It's called uh, Make It Rain, and the uh, softback uh, version of the book came out just last year in 2019. And I wrote the book because uh, during the 2016-2017 year, uh, as a legal uh, analyst and commentator, I spent a lot of time on network and cable television talking about uh, just a a plethora of issues, mainly issues related to police brutality and uh, what was going on in the country around Black Lives Matter uh, and some of the the police shootings that, you know, had had become nationally you know, cases that were reported in the national news. And I had so many people reaching out to me saying they had a similar experience in their own neighborhood or there was something that they wanted to share that was significant. And I I wanted to help those people 
find uh, what I talk a lot about, which is find their authentic voice and, and find how to elevate that voice in the media. So Make It Rain is that book. It's a book uh, about finding your voice, finding your passion, finding what you know inspires and motivates you, and, and then uh, you know learning how to connect with your tribe. I'll call it. You know, people who care about the issues that you care about. Yeah, and we're going to stop for a break, Ariva. I definitely want to talk about that when I come back because sometimes I feel as a psychologist where we fall short is we help people understand their voice, but then we don't help them bring it out there into the world. <laughs> Just having an understanding isn't enough. Sometimes you need people like yourself who say, great, now that you have a sense of who you are, let me show you how it could be done. But we're going to yeah. talk about that right after the break. I'm Dr. G. We'll be back with Ariva Martin. Are you looking for an alternative to drug and alcohol rehabilitation that allows you to recover in the privacy of your own home with an individualized program that meets your specific needs? Concierge Detox LA can be that alternative. Headed by medical addiction specialist Dr. Damon Raskin and clinical psychologist Dr. Howard Gloss, Concierge Detox LA will design an individualized program to meet your recovery needs. For more information, contact Concierge Detox LA at 323-935-9712. Ready to own your first real home? The road to unrenting can get a bit rocky. It takes a reliable partner to right wrong turns. That's the role of a realtor, an expert voice of reason helping you navigate the rigmarole of real estate, a trusted ally who knows and represents your rights, so you get all the right guidance on your journey home. Is your agent a realtor? Look for the R. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-501-3689 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-501-3689 for your free author submission kit. Again, 800-501-3689. This is John Greenhut. And if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, Power Swabs is the answer. In five minutes, you'll see two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. Even better, there's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Power Swabs, call 1-800-679-0969. Your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free. 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. From Hogwarts Castle to Star Wars Land. Get it. Right. AM790 KABC. This is Chesney Hawks here. You're listening to Dr. G on KABC 790 AM. I'm Dr. G. As you heard, we're here on KABC 790 AM. I'm here with Ariva Martin. Before I bring her back on, I want to mention my friend Tanya McKenzie at Sand and Shores PR. And everything that we're talking about tonight, the sense of transformation, the sense of knowing who you are, hearing your voice, and being able to bring it to the public, that's exactly what Tanya does at Sand and Shores PR. So if you want to get with an agency that's well-connected, uh, both externally and internally, contact 
Tanya McKenzie at Sand and Shores PR at 424-262-1920. That's 424-262-1920. And that's Sand and Shores PR. So, uh, Ariva, what I was, uh, saying to you is sort of what one of my beasts is. You know, I do a lot of work in drug and alcohol rehab mm-hmm. and my focus is on helping people transform what I say is sobriety into passion. That once you mm. get sober, that's great and a very important step to take. But a lot of times they're missing sort of the coaching part about how can you take those aspects of yourself, what you've learned through sobriety, and be able to create a life around it. It doesn't have to be a direct hit, but those attributes that you've discovered about yourself, you could turn that into a passion. And I believe when people lead passionate lives, a lot of times it's too there's too much cognitive diff- dissonance around let's say addiction they just don't want to go back to that place so mm-hmm. i i believe that's a lot of uh what we were talking about before the commercial and what you're doing in your book is you're telling people you know here's ways you can turn the media to work for you no absolutely dr g the reality is today everybody is a brand you know 10 years ago when we used the word brand and we thought of brands we thought of you know big companies like you know, PepsiCo or Coca-Cola or, you know, Tide detergent, you know, these really big uh, multi-billion dollar companies, those were, you know, the, the folks that we thought of as brands. But today, because of, you know, the, the social media, et cetera, social media and, you know, the, the, the zillion channels of media that exist from, you know, network, cable, streaming, uh, you know, anyone that uses a computer or a smartphone pretty much creates a digital footprint and you are a brand. So, you know, whether you are, you know, posting something on your Facebook page or posting something on, uh, you know, Twitter or Instagram uh, or, you know, Snapchat or, or you know, LinkedIn, you know, you're, you're, you're showing your, you're showing yourself to the world. Yes, you are. You are. And you're making a statement. And the question becomes, you know, what do you want that statement to be? What do you want, you know, people to know about you? What do you want them to think about you? How what do you, you want people not respond? to know about you? <laughs> not to know about you? You know, I, what, do you, what, what is the face? You know, what's your public facing? And, you know, when, when finding your voice, what I, I tell people or teach people in the book, Make It Rain, is, you know, use these various channels, which are free, you know, before, if you want, if you had a message, you want to get it out, you know, you'd have to pay thousands of dollars to advertise in a newspaper or a radio program or, you know, some kind of other kind of advertising. But today, literally, you see people doing this, you know, we use this word influencer all the time, becoming, you know, influencers, whether you're a micro-influencer or, you know, a much bigger influencer, your, your voice has power. And, and what I love about this process, too, is that you can be responsible for yourself. You don't have to wait for somebody else to do it for you or, you know, like an actor who's hoping he gets cast in a show. You know, you can just go out and do it. And you see people doing that all the time. And I think that's Absolutely. wonderful. Yeah, no, it, the, the power that we as individuals have to promote our brand, to develop our brand, to, you know, define our brand is, you know, the likes of which we've never seen. You're right. We don't have to wait for someone to, you know, knock on our door, discover us, call us. You know, if we have something that we're passionate about, whether it's animal rights or, 
you know, uh, vegan cooking or whatever it may be, we get to go out there and share that passion with the world. Uh, you know, we can do it through videos on YouTube. There, there's just so many endless possibilities. And I work with thousands of, of people who are discovering their voices and, you know, having a, a great time, I should say. Well, I was just going to ask you, what do you think are, are, let's say, a couple of the most important attributes on a personality level someone should probably embrace if they want to go out and do what you're saying, create their brand? Uh, create, hear the, have their voice be heard? Good question, uh, Dr. G. One of the first things is authenticity. Uh, you know, people know phonies. They know fakes. You know, you, you can gloss, you can put a gloss over it. You can, you know, put on, you know, tin coats of makeup. You can try to disguise it. But but people respond to, you know, authenticity. So I tell people, be your authentic self. Uh, now, that doesn't mean, you know, you have to post yourself rolling out of bed or, you know, at your worst, but it does mean people want. <laughs> but, you know, those are the that's when you get the most likes. <laughs> yes. Which is wanna, interesting because you know, really people want to see life. you in your natural way. They want to see you in your most authentic way. So I, I, I tell people to do that. Then the second thing I, I tell people to, to do is to be consistent. Uh, it's so easy when you are, you know, uh, when you found your voice and now you're promoting that voice to be all over the place, you know, try to be all things to all people. And it's hard to be consistent sometimes. So that's the thing that's also the hardest. You know, if you have a message and you're trying to connect with people uh, and you have a significant following, whether that's 100 people or 100,000 people, uh, they come to you. You know, well, they come they to you for consistency from, because they feel yes, safe in that place. Exactly. Absolutely. You know, and, and I want to add to everything you're saying. You know, when I read your background, I get patients sometimes saying that about me, too. You know, Dr. G, you have uh, I have a, a, a rehab company. I have the radio show. I have other creative projects I'm doing. They say, well, don't you think you're too spread out all over the place? And I look at your career too you're doing so many wonderful creative things and i always say no because you know what it's always just an extension of who i am i'm always coming from the same baseline i'm always trying to express myself from that place of being a psychologist and the more creative i could become in ways of expressing it the better off i am and the better off i am to my patients so what- oh no i i agree with you 100 percent on that and i think that's that's the beauty of the, the times we're living in is that we don't have to, you know, choose a job and, and make that our singular focus. I think we get to be creative. We get to, you know, do things, uh, whether it's write books or, you know, uh, have, be on a television show or, or a radio show or a television show, uh, you know, do a public speaking tour, uh, you know, work in a nonprofit. I think, you know, that's... That is the opportunity that we have. And you, know, and you have to have the courage to be able to embrace that and also find support for it. I want to make sure, Ariva, that people get your contact information. If they wanted to find out more about your work, how could they do so? Uh, they can go to my website at arivamartin.com. I have, uh, you know, lots of information there. I, I, I blog there, so I have lots of uh, interesting articles 
you know, my calendar of events, speaking engagements that I'm, I'm doing, uh, my television and other media product uh, projects, as well as obviously information on how to purchase my book, Make It Rain, all at my website. And follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, all at Ariva Martin. And if you missed any of that, you can always contact me, Dr. Howard Gluss, at live.com, and I'll forward that information to Ariva. You know, when you were talking about authenticity, I wanted to make sure to get this across to to our audience to hear this. You know, I was brought up, you know, being a psychologist, it was quite a struggle for me that there was a certain way to be a psychologist. And I felt like I was trying to fit into a preconceived notion of what a psychologist should look and act like. And one day I had a therapist, I was in therapy at the time, he said to me, why why are you doing that? And I said, well, and he said, why don't you just be yourself? He said, you know, patients come to you and the most thing people struggle with is their inability to be themselves. So be a role model, be yourself. And it sounds like an easy process when people throw around this concept of authenticity, but it's not. And uh, No, it's not, you know, for women, so many of us suffer exactly. from the imposter syndrome where we're afraid to be ourselves because we don't we think our being ourselves isn't enough and you're right i mean just even embracing who you are and, and being willing and able to walk in your truth and and to be yourself can be frightening overwhelming and downright scary for a lot of people so yes i i recognize that when i say be authentic that that it's a uh, it's a lifelong process it's a tall order yes uh <laughs> and it's a very dynamic process but uh, you know you can start where you are right exactly uh, and, and, and that's the message i want to get at a time yeah that's the message i want to get across to our audience too is you can start where you're at and you can start questioning you know am i uh like you said about the struggle let's say with a lot of women uh and you meant is am i uh behaving in a way that is a preconceived notion about how I'm supposed to ha- behave? Or do I need to question that? And I think being mindful and being able to start questioning is a powerful process. Oh, absolutely. And, and not being afraid, because I think, too, this doesn't just apply to women. I think it applies to all people. Exactly. Uh, sometimes those questions, you know, the answers aren't necessarily what we want to see, Right. <laughs> Actually, usually the answers are not what we want to see. (laughs) And that's the hard part. You know, we have about a minute and a half left. I wonder if there are any uh, sort of messages you can give our audience or any thoughts you'd like to share that you haven't had a chance to share. I would just share with your audience that, you know, I've accomplished a great deal in my career. And I'm very grateful and I stand on the shoulders of some very courageous and powerful people. But what I always like people to know is, you know, don't let your past define, you know, your present or your future. I grew up poor in a housing project, living with my paraplegic grandmother, and, you know, never could have imagined that I would, you know, go to a prestigious college and graduate from Harvard Ivy League Law School, like Harvard Law School, and, you know, just do some of the things that I've been able to accomplish. And, I just want people to know that, you know, it doesn't really matter, you know, where you are today at this moment. Exactly, but it matters how you've been able to embrace it. Uh, Ariva, I want to thank you for coming on the show. It was a pleasure having you on. Your story is a great transformational inspiration. I'm Dr. G. We'll be back next week.
This show is furnished by Key Light Counseling Center.